small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me today in the guest co-host seat. This is a gentleman who is new to podcasting, but not really too new to podcasting. We're going to find out all about it. But anyway, please welcome from NorCal, Ryan Neuerberg. Ryan, how are you doing today? Doing good. Thanks for letting me come on. This is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. Now, Ryan, your dad is my BFF, Tom Neuerberg. Yeah, uh, that's how I got connected with you, basically. Right, right. And uh, I call Tom an American hero (laughs) because he saves lives. And you're following in the old man's footsteps. Yeah. Does he want to be called the old man? Um, I don't really call him that. I, I don't think he cares. <laughs> but um, Do you think he'd care if I call him that? No, but he does like to say how, how good he looks still. So he, <laughs> he does like a compliment. <laughs> well, he it does. Go, look, it goes a long way. He does still look good. He, that's because he gets like a thousand steps uh, or yeah. not a thousand. <laughs> he gets like 10,000 oh, plus yeah, every day. Step addict. Yeah, he's a step addict. He's, yeah. he's addicted to it. Have you thought about putting him to some type of rehab? Uh, no, but I think we were in New York recently and, mm-hmm. or on some trip. And at the end of the night, if he doesn't have the steps, he'll walk up and down the stairs or walk in circles. Cause, <laughs> cause he has, everyone has to know that he got him. The yeah. Day. Cause then he posts them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's a step addict. And I don't know anyone else that really does the step thing. Like I, I just, for me personally, I have no interest in it. <laughs> well, I'm, I look, I started February 1st to try mm. to do it again. And so today is February 3rd and I have got the 10,000, uh, these three days. Oh, that's but I have to remember it. I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta go out and walk around. Yeah, because I feel you can get fifty thousand steps in a day, but you could still be fat, though, right? So, well, if depending on what you eat, that's certainly, true. certainly. Because I'd rather get a thousand steps in and just like run, or you know, that's just my mindset on. It. I don't know. Running. How old are you though? Uh, Thirty-two. Yeah. See, I'm twenty-six years older than you. That's not going to work. I don't know. I feel like I'm 92 though, because I got some tendonitis in the arm and the knees hurting. So maybe by the time you're out. by the time you're my age, you might just be falling apart. Yeah, I might just uh, cut the extremity off. Tell us about being a, a what are you called a firefighter? What are you called? What's yeah, the term? I guess firefighter is the uh, politically correct. What term. do you call yourself? I like. I think firefighters better. Some people like saying fireman. I think it's a little... It's not PC. Yeah, I'm not into it. Fire like, person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always joke with my friends. We call each other fire person. Or <laughs> fire boys, you know, stuff like that. Fire boys <laughs> sounds like uh, you're opening for the village people. Yeah, maybe maybe, uh, maybe that's not a good move, <laughs> depending on what city you're in. <laughs> okay, so, and the training, it's difficult. You, you have like a, a training period. How long does that take? Uh, yeah, you have an academy period. Yeah. And that was uh, 20 weeks, five 20 days a weeks. week, and right. pretty much 12, maybe 13-hour days. Um, and then when you're doing that, all, all day you're doing drills and physical stuff. And then mm-hmm. in the morning they have a PT guy that gets there. Um, I think we were supposed to start at 6.30, but it would always start at 6 a.m. Um, yeah, I remember a few times he'd show up and we'd have to line up in our little formation. And I'd look up and I could still see the moon shining oh so yeah that wasn't uh, not not the fun of times and then once you get through all that then what happens then is there a probation period yeah then uh then there's a probation period and where i'm at it's 18 months so are you through that yet yeah um ended that in june this past june okay so you're official now yeah yep and how many days a week do you work 
Uh, kind of depends um, if 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 you get forced to work because there's like mandatory mm-hmm. overtime shifts. It could be three days in a row, sometimes four, but your normal schedule is supposed to be on two, off four. All right. And sometimes that happens, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> oh, by the way, I didn't say this, but you, you know already, we're live and we're in the room. We're we're double vaxxed and boosted. We're, uh, we're yeah. about six feet apart, <laughs> even though a minute ago we were standing right next to each other. Yeah, it's close enough. But um, <laughs> so what are you doing down in SoCal? You came down from NorCal to SoCal. Yeah. What are you um, doing down here? Drove down, and actually the whole trip was planned around. You didn't walk down here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you could fly. I've never been too big into that. I'd rather just drive and crank the music or listen to a podcast. So I, I kind of like to drive it. You have a nice car. Yeah, I just got it in August. It's a Jeep Wrangler, so. I bet the ride is sweet. Oh, yeah, it, it's great. And some people make fun of me and say it's a chick car, but I love it. I think it's, it yeah. looks tough to me. I'm driving. We got two Priuses in the driveway. Your car <laughs> looks... Like Schwarzenegger would be getting out of it. Yeah, I can pretend to be tough, so, you know, it's good. <laughs> so, okay, I interrupted you. You came down here for what? Uh, for this, to come on uh, on the show. You came down just for this? Yeah, and then I came down a day early, and then I went to the Hollywood Improv last night. Okay. And saw a show, um, what's his name, Champ Kind from Anchorman, uh, Dave, uh, not Kirshner. Keckner? Keckner, yeah, he, he was the headline. Oh, he's crazy. Yeah, he, he was good. Uh, yeah. Melissa... Via Senor, I think is how you say it. Oh, from, yeah, from Saturday Night yeah, Live. she was awesome. She does amazing impressions. Yeah, and then uh, Tomlinson, uh, blonde girl, she was actually really good. Mm. And then there's another girl named Something Rose, and uh, she was great. Mm, uh, cool. Pleasant surprise, so All right, it was good. a good show. Uh, yeah, that's a great show. How much do they cost uh, to I think get in there? 25 bucks. 25 so. bucks? I mean, that's why I love coming down, because you can see like four big-name people yeah. for 25 bucks. Did uh, Melissa Villasenor do some amazing impressions? She actually didn't. Uh, really? No, she was trying out some stuff and All right. talked about flinging her boogers. So that was a little mm-hmm. it was a little tough to swallow, <laughs> but um, it was she was still funny. Yeah, she's, no impressions though. She's underutilized on Saturday Night Live. She yeah. has these amazing impressions and I just don't think they know what to do with her on there. Yeah, I, I follow her on Instagram and mm-hmm. she actually has a good voice, like singing. Too. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think she does a jewel like singing impression, yes. which was pretty, uh, pretty it's good. It's crazy. She seems yeah. like Odd and quirky, though. Yeah, I can she was definitely person. quirky. Um, yeah, she definitely had some quirkiness to she her. She seems like, uh, what do I want to say? Like, she would be awkward. Like, if you ran into her in the uh, yeah. it, out front, she'd be like awkward, I think. Yeah, like maybe she would just do not really know what to say. Yeah, just, uncomfortable in her I think own they'd skin. make it you feel awkward if you met yeah. her. Yeah. yeah. She was good. That's cool. And yeah. was Kechner crazy? Uh, what did he Because when I've seen him, he's like kind of a wild man. Yeah, I'm trying to think what his some of his bits were. Um, he talked about, oh, I thought it was funny, uh, being an older dad now. Mm-hmm. He's had like four kids. Yeah. And now he's at the point where he just doesn't care about making friends with other parents. <laughs> and he said how he had a party at his house recently for one of the kids. Mm-hmm. And then a younger set of parents came and he introduces himself to him. And then the other parents kind of mad, like, I've met you three times. And then his whole bet, bit was, well, you need to be more memorable when he went down this whole thing. So it's actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> that is good. That is good. Okay. So after your probation period, um, what would you have to do to get fired? <laughs> Set a fire? Yeah. Um, I hope I hope it doesn't ever happen going down that road, but I think you have to do a lot. You have to do um, a lot. Yeah. I've heard some stories. I, I don't. I won't mention them because they're like yeah. some really bad ones. But, okay, uh, it makes you feel good a little bit. All right, and yeah. you sleep at the firehouse uh, yeah. a couple days a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, What's or you try to. Sometimes you're up all night, and that's, uh, that's you're up rough. all night doing what? Uh, just running calls. Like you'll get. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Bu- yeah, so that's always a rough, uh, little rough sometimes. 
Yeah, because uh, I mean, when you guys are working, it's something important. Yeah, yeah most it, of the time. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, what have you, what have you done so far since you've been there? Have you done any uh, wildfires? Actually, no. Um, that oh, seems like that would be treacherous. Yeah, uh, that, that that's hard work and hot and kind of miserable. Uh, some guys really like that, though. Um, I don't have too much experience with that yet, mm-hmm. but uh, there's been like structure fires. And okay. I still don't, I never feel like I've seen enough for any, to act like I'm some seasoned person, even like yeah. in the medical world, because I worked as a paramedic before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I kind of have a short memory with everything. Um, it's difficult, though, because I would, for you to get an experience, a disaster has to be happening. Yeah. So you would rather those things not happen. Mm-hmm. But yet they have to happen, so you know yeah. how to deal with them. Yeah, I think some someone said like you don't want it to happen, but if it does happen, you kind of look mm-hmm. forward to being able to step in and yeah. do something. I guess is. Have you had to, uh, as a paramedic, have you had to? Uh, I don't know, bring someone back, <laughs> get the paddles out. Yeah, uh, that has happened. Um, I remember that scene from uh, is, isn't it bringing out the dead or something? Nicholas Cage, yeah, some yeah, corny, yeah, yeah, yeah. but there is some scenes that are kind of funny, uh, like when they give uh, someone Narcan that just overdosed and they act like he's dead and they give him the Narcan and they act, they're acting like they're bringing him back to life. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that's kind of funny um, to be able to see that in real life. You yeah, know? not not necessarily the Hollywood effect, but um, yeah, it is fun to see some stuff like that. that have, may- have you seen a dead person? Yeah. I mean, you see that a lot. Oh, uh, I can't even imagine what that's like. Yeah. Uh, like in a movie, like I'm like, yeah, that's just a movie. That's not a dead person. All right, Ryan Neuerberg. Now let's talk about your, I'm going to call it your podcast project, but it's really not. It's a podcast. Mm-hmm. How many episodes do you have right now? Um, I think it's 33. Okay. And you were banking these episodes for a long time. Yeah. You and- were like my secret uh, person I was telling you about yeah yeah so I, yeah you didn't even tell your dad no i uh, felt like i was cheating on your dad with his own son i'm yeah. like you gotta tell i kept saying just tell your dad yeah just tell him and you just wouldn't mm-hmm. yeah so i had this uh pod- and like you didn't tell anyone no i only maybe like f- i could count on each finger the people i told wow. those are because okay. the other thing is i didn't want it to get out and people at work to find out or to just make fun of me kind of thing uh right you know because I made this podcast and I, I fake my voice because it's a sports podcast. And it's called Gym on Bass. Yeah, the Gym on Bass Sports Show. Okay. Um, and you're and you play Jim. Yeah, Jim Stevens. That's the I made this character name. And I was driving around one day during the pandemic. It was mm-hmm. like maybe six months into it. And I think it was like driving to Target or something. And I and I said, you know what? I should call up athletes that I grew up watching. Mm-hmm. And my friends have always told me that I have like an announcer voice, okay. but I never took it serious because it's not a real voice. Yeah. But maybe I could call him up on the phone and convince him that my name's Jim Stevens. I'm a sports person and I want to have you on my show and we'll talk about your career, your upbringing. And if they have any foundations or charity stuff, we could plug that too. And I said, wow, that's a good idea, but I don't know. And I kept talking myself out of it. And then finally I just said, screw, I'm going to do it. So I looked up some guys on whitepages.com. That's, okay. That's the plug. And I looked up, um, Will Clark was one of my first interviews. Okay, tell me about this guy, because I'm not a oh, big yeah. sports guy. Uh, Will Clark, he played on the Giants most okay. of his career. Wasn't a Hall of Famer, but a big name, kind of borderline, mm-hmm. great player. And 
I th- he in San Francisco, all the fans love him. He always comes around to games, and uh, we're, it's kind of like when I have Murray on my show. He's not a big deal, but people like him. Yeah, yeah, kind of, you know, close to that. <laughs> okay, keep going. I interrupted. No, no, it's fine. Um, so I called him, and he said, "Yeah, let's do it." So I was like, "Oh crap!" And then I, you're I, like, "Oh my god, now this is happening." Yeah, now I'm now I'm into this. And you used the voice when you called him, also. Yeah, you know, so I kind of talk like this, and it makes it sound like you're maybe a little bit older. And then, you know, that's the voice. So So, let me ask you something. Yeah. Is it easier to contact these people and interview them as this other person? If Ryan did it, Ryan might be too shy to do it. I think so. Like, it's kind of like going into a character. You're like Batman. You're like the Batman (laughs) of podcasting. Like, right, I'm talking right now to Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And then this guy on the podcast is Batman. Yeah, then I'll rip the shirt off, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or or Superman take the the glasses off. But um, I think so. And now I got to the point where I've been slowly transitioning my voice to regular when I do it. Ah. Because now I'm like, well, if I I am able to do an in-person interview, Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to be talking like a... You know, like that, because then they're going to look at me, and I, it's not going to match up with how I right, look. Right, 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 because when I'm looking at you doing it, you're, you're, it looks like you're doing a voice. Yeah. But on the phone or however you're recording, it's, yeah. it, it's fine. It's almost like, a, like you have a blanket on in a way. It makes you feel safe. That's um, so cool. And so this worked. You've been able to get 32 guests. Yeah. And, uh, because it's an interview-based podcast. you just can't, If you don't have a guest, you don't have a show. So you yeah. need to get a guest. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. I, I, I'm not making fun of them or no. duping anybody. No. Um, it's just a voice and a name that I can kind of... It's almost like an alias. You can kind of just separate yourself from it. Yeah, I mean, and, Pat Francis. Francis is my middle name. It's just the name that I've always used when I did stand-up and stuff. I mean, oh, okay. I'm Pat Dodson. Oh, but, yeah. So I don't feel like I'm, you know... Yeah. I don't, you know. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's... Yeah, I don't think you've... No, because you're not doing a comedic interview. You're not punking them. Yeah. You're not then asking them. It's not like Borat or something. Yeah, yeah. Or, or like Stuttering John from the Howard Stern Show. You're not like, <laughs> you're not tricking these people into it. Yeah. And if anything, I thought it was a good thing because then I can put on my website and Twitter um, and then on the episode, I talk about if they have any foundations. Mm-hmm. So if anything, you're creating awareness. Yeah. To, yeah. So, I think that's great. Yes. Yeah, so I think it's cool. And I'm not trying to get money out of it. It's just, I do it for fun. And my, my end goal, once I started going mm-hmm. was I would before covid stuff yeah uh, my goal is to get like a media pass for a game you'll get it you will get it i'm sure you will yeah that's that would be awesome especially for the giants or the warriors or the niners since that's my hometown teams that'd be a dream the rock and roll hall of fame induction ceremony is in la this year i believe and you can bet i'm going to be trying to get a media pass for that for sure so uh yeah you got to do it And, and it'll happen because you're you are media. Your <laughs> podcasting is a is a new media. I mean, mm-hmm. even after all these years, it's still new. But um, again, you're doing a serious interview. Yeah, and you're just in a character. I bet if some of these guys eventually find out, they'll just be like, "Really? He doesn't care? Well, that's kind of cool." Yeah, and my thing is, if they even remember, right? If they so, even remember. Yeah. They do so many. They don't yep. remember. Yeah, I had uh, I had Marshall Crenshaw on uh, via Zoom uh, last week, and he was on in 2013 and he, I had to really jog his memory for him to remember it. And then he was like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I remember that. And he said a few specifics, but yeah. So this is so cool. And then how many episodes did you drop before you started to tell people that this was a thing? Um, along the way I told like a couple friends here and there, Mm -hmm. 
but really only like three or four people. And then I told you because I was like, he'd be a good guy to tell because you can relate. And then you pick my brain a little bit about things here and there. Yeah. Yeah, And how to do certain things. Happy to help. Always happy. But I didn't tell my parents until at least, I don't know. They don't even know you're a fireman. Yeah, they, yeah, they don't even know who I am. So, seven or eight months into it, I think at least. And then when your dad heard it, what did he say? Oh, they liked it. I think they found out when they were driving home from like mm-hmm. a trip or something, and they kind of binge listened to him. And the funny thing was, did they realize it was you? Uh, yeah, they didn't think it was me at first. So that's kind of it. That's it, it, it good. I'm pulling it off. Right? Yeah, it works. Yeah. But the uh, the funniest thing for me was when I was trying to keep it a secret. And I had a guy on named David Wells. He pitched for the Yankees. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to him because I knew no one was home because I was living at home for some of the param- yeah, yeah. Uh, pandemic. And then all of a sudden I hear the front door open oh, and, no. and right when I'm doing an interview. Oh, no. And I was like, crap. So, And this is all over the phone. So I snuck downstairs to my car and then I continued in my car. So I can tell when, when I listen back to it, I can kind of lightly hear my car door shut. And I can tell I'm like walking Click. through the house. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then that was also the hard part was I initially didn't know what I was doing. So yeah, I had, I had an app. <laughs> no one does. No yeah. one knows. Well, I had an app on my phone and I re- record the whole phone call mm-hmm. and that was that. And then I realized if I want to sound legit, I have to make my voice not sound so yeah. like sports talk radio grainy. Mm-hmm. So I bought a microphone and all that. And then I had to r- listen to all the episodes, write down everything I said, like a movie script, yeah. and then re-record myself saying everything. Oh my God. So that took forever. And then so so you had the audio of the of the player. Yeah. And you would redo your audio yeah. and then piece it together as a yeah. conversation. Because you know if oh, you that's say, a nightmare. If you say yes or just a small thing like a certain tone, mm-hmm. you have to make it match up to not sound overdubbed. Right. So that was kind of a pain in the butt. So now though you're just now I'm just the doing it like this. live. Yeah. yeah. But um, the other thing I was gonna say was I found out along the way. Once I got my microphone and stuff, mm-hmm. that the best sound for me was in my car. Yes, it's great. Yeah, That's it was a perfect. Dead sound, no echo, and uh, I would sneak out to my car, and I had to keep finding places to go to where you don't pick up any background. So sometimes I'd get mad. I'd find like a random neighborhood area, right. and then some neighbor would start mowing the lawn, <sighs> and, and I'd have the person on like three minutes. I'm like, crap. So I found this place uh, in Tracy where I was living, and there's a Best Buy. And I'd park in an alleyway and I got a good signal and everything. And I had these people, and I was like, if only these people had like a live stream of who they're talking to. Right. Because I was interviewing somebody and then these two homeless guys started fighting each other. Oh my God. And they get closer and closer to the car as I'm talking. And I'm like, I hope they don't ruin this. So, right. That, that, that always makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't have to worry about that. The sound in this room's pretty yeah, this good. Is nice. This is, this is good. Um, what else did I want to ask you about this before we, uh, now, today we're playing songs uh, there's, that are sports-related or that we are going to relate to sports experiences that you've had or I've yeah. had or whatever. And uh, I think I'm going to call it Jock Jams. That's pretty good. I was going to be like... J&J. Yeah, I was going to be like sports songs. I'm like, that's boring. Jock <laughs> Jams. I like that. Uh, I have another... Do I have any other questions? Uh, who's the biggest guest you've had right now? Uh, biggest guest... It's kind of funny. I'm trying to think now, but I, I laugh because when I look at the people, they're all Hall of Famers mm-hmm. or all stars yeah. for the most part. And it's just, oh, I have to add uh, Summer Sanders. She won a gold medal in the Olympics in wow. like 1992. And, and, and they're talking to me. It's, so it's just kind of funny. But the biggest name, uh, hard to say for like NBA, I talked to uh, Mitch Richmond, Tim Hardaway. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy named Lenny Wilkins. He was a Hall of Fame p- player and yeah. a coach. He coached the NBA Dream Team. 
uh, with like Michael Jordan and those guys. Wow. The first one. So that was cool. And then uh, I've talked to Warren Moon. Bas- I know who Warren Moon is. Oh, yeah. He had the perfect spiral. Yeah, yeah, throw. yeah. Yeah. Um, and then for uh, baseball, uh, that's where I get a lot of my people are from baseball. But um, Greg Maddox, he's probably the biggest one. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Okay. And when you reach out to these people, are you doing it through email? No. Um, I've only done a few through like social media type mm-hmm. stuff. For the most part, I look them up, give them a call or a text, and I just call them directly. Where do you get their phone numbers? Uh, white pages. Oh, through the white com. pages. It's all public info. Sometimes you get wrong info, but yeah. a lot of the times you're lucky and they never say, hey, how did you get this number? Who are you? Um, they're just like, yeah, sure. Okay, let's do that it. That would be the scary thing for me because <laughs> I do it all through email because yeah. then I you can- You do it the right way. I can pick and choose my words. I yeah. can I can give them a list of all my past guests so they can go through it and yeah. go, oh, okay, yeah, this is legit. Mm. So, okay. Or what I do too is I'll call them and most of the time, like anyone, they don't answer. So I'll send them a text. And then they'll say, okay, who is this? And then I have a little paragraph thing that I send them. Oh, okay. That that works works a lot That's cool. Yeah. Um, All right. And do the fire station guys know about this? I actually just recently told a few guys that I work with because I was all nervous and- Yeah. What do you call it? Because you don't know what people are going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, people might twist and make you sound like a a weirdo. Yeah. But uh, they're actually cool. They were like- um, really into it and laughing. I'm like, why don't you tell us about this? And this now are they great. giving you suggestions? You should try to get. You know, they start listening to it at yeah. work, which is kind of neat. Uh, I just yeah. don't like, they weren't, they're wanting to play it for each other. And it's just like when you hear your own voice, it's like, I don't want to be in the room when you're, it makes me feel kind of <laughs> weird, you know? I always like when people give me suggestions on guests. It's like, you should get Robert Plant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Should I? Should I? That's How do people, I do that? Yeah. People, oh, you should get Michael Jordan. It's like, yeah. Do you think yeah. I can really just call him up? Yeah. You think I can you get that get, guy? Yeah. You got to get the in-between kind yeah, of Yeah. You got to work your way up and then eventually you'll get those people though. I, I know you will. Well, I made a, a business card, which was neat. And it's just another way to feel like, whoa, this is official. This is a real thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I went to the baseball all-star game over the summer in Denver, me and my friend. And then we would get in the autograph lines. And then when I got up to the person, I'd hand them my ball or whatever. They'd sign it. And then I'd say, hey, by the way, and I'd, and I'd give them the spiel, give them the card. And it was just fun to do that. It makes yeah, you feel yeah, like yeah. you're legit. Yeah. I can, I can give you a sticker, a keychain, and give you all kinds of oh, crap yeah, over there. <laughs> All kinds of bullshit in that box over there. <laughs> All right, Ryan, this is so good. Jim on bass, it's available everywhere. Yeah. Are you on Spotify? Yes. Uh all the major streaming platforms, which is funny to say. I know, Apple, but you can't, I mean, Spotify. podcast, well, I am not on Spotify. Oh, yeah. Uh, now I'm like, I don't know if I want to be. Neil Young there. told me not to be, so yeah. I'm not on there anymore. But I mean, you can find podcasts everywhere. That's true. Yeah. Everywhere. So that's great. Jim on bass, 32 episodes. You drop one a week. Uh, it's kind of random sporadic whenever I get people. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm also, uh, at Jim on base show on Twitter. I think it is. Okay. Cool. Um, do you tweet much? Not, uh, whenever I put a new episode. Yeah. Promote the episode. I do that. And then I put a little like 30 second to a minute, uh, clip with like the, the picture of them as mm-hmm. the background. And I put on Twitter. I got nervous for a second. I looked over and I'm like, am I, am I recording? Yeah. That's and, always my biggest fear is that not happening. That has happened to me twice. Uh, and most recently, it, it's happened twice in like the past six <laughs> months. It happened in October and it happened when I interviewed Wolfgang Van Halen mm. a week and a half ago. Now, are you gonna be able to get him back? Or? No, I did get him back. Oh, okay. Because, um, let me see if I, where's my phone? Uh, uh, I'll read you the text <laughs> because I, you know, you know, like- I don't, I, yeah. I don't, I don't fool around. I don't, uh, I don't, I'm not going to fib. Let me find it. I'll tell, I'm going to find it right now. What's the, uh, here we go. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. This was, let me find out. 
This was January 18th. <laughs> right when I was done recording, uh, when you record on Zoom, as soon as you close out of the Zoom, it immediately says that it's downloading to your desktop. Oh, okay. Now, when I closed <laughs> out, nothing happened. Mm -hmm. And then it hit me. I didn't hit record. Uh, so I, I immediately texted uh, the PR guy named Kevin. I said, God damn it, Kevin, I did not hit record. Motherfucker. <laughs> I, have never, I have never done that ever. Now, of course, I'm not going to tell him that I did it in October too. <laughs> so that was the one fib. Yeah. And then he said, oof, sorry to hear that, Pat. It seemed to go well too. Let me see when we can reschedule it. Oh, that's cool. It might have to be next week. I will talk to both camps and let you know. Because it was Wolfgang and the lead singer of Dirty Honey because they're going out on tour together. So it was a package deal. Oh, okay. I said, thanks. I appreciate that. 11 years and this had to be the one. I apologize. <laughs> he said, it happens. I will email Dirty Honey Camp and talk to Wolf and see what we can uh, see what we can do to reschedule it for you. I said, much appreciated. You guys can name the date and time, day or night. And then, you know, and, and then it happened. Oh, that's cool. But, um, Sounds like, yeah, good, like good guys then. Yeah, yeah, great. They were great guys. I mean, I mean, even Pilar's like, what did you tell them? I'm like, I told them the truth. <laughs> and then my friend Mike Schmidt said, dude, you need to tell them that your hard drive crashed. They go, I'm not telling them my hard drive crashed. <laughs> Jesus. So, that reminds um, me because uh, that's when I reached out to you a couple weeks ago or yeah. so. I recorded with somebody. And yes. And the file got corrupted for no reason. And then you sent it to me and I couldn't yeah. open it. And I had to pay a computer guy. He fixed it. Thank How God. much do you have to pay? I think it was 150 bucks. But was it, was, was it, was, it a good interview though? Oh yeah. And it was worth it. It's, it's like having a souvenir, I feel like, when you're talking to these guys. Yeah. And I was bummed. I'm like, ah, he'll send it to me. I told Pilar, I go, eh, Ryan's having problems with fire. Who'll send it to me? I'll get it. I'll, I'll open it. Yeah. I'll, fi I'll fix it up for him. Nothing. I felt, <laughs> I'm like, damn, damn it. Yeah. Because you always want to feel like, I think I can do it. Mm -hmm. No, not at all. Well, another guy uh, named Art Howe, he was a baseball manager. Uh, played for the Astros back in the day. I had him, and then for some reason, when I put the file on my iPad, uh -huh. and I kept it for a while, yeah. and, and then when I finally got around to it to edit it, I realized the last 10 minutes had mysteriously just been deleted somehow. It's, so like yeah. when we talked earlier, if they even remember you. So I just called him up again, yeah. and I asked him, hey, do you mind? I gave him the same pitch, and he said, mm -hmm. yeah, sure. He didn't even remember me. So you just did the interview again? Yeah, and I got an identical interview. I kind of knew what was coming with certain answers, so I made it even better. Wow, how many interviews do these guys do that they don't even know, I know what's yeah. going on? So that was kind of funny. All right. Uh, for the listeners, we're 26 minutes in. We've yet to play music. That, sometimes that's how it goes. I think the story's been interesting. Ryan Neuerberg as Jim on Sports. And Jim Stevens. Yeah, Jim on Bass. Jim on Bass. I'm so sorry. And that's the Jim cool thing. I kind of copied you a little bit because lately what I've been trying to do is get the guys when I'm done talking to them, uh -huh. say, hey, can you say this is so-and-so and you're listening to Jim on Bass? And uh, you I know play what? it before the episode. Right? I, so you, you do that, right? I do that now. I've been doing that like during the pandemic. I never did it before. Okay. And then I'm just like, why... Why aren't I just doing that? And then, uh, and then I have noticed some people that listen to me that also have podcasts. They're doing it too, and that's cool mm. because I mean it's just something that people do at radio stations all the yeah. time. I just um, it's the first thing I have them do. Oh, okay. It's the first thing I have them do before we even start. I go before we start. I need you to do a yeah. quick show ID, and I just tell them, and then and then we're off and running. I have to write it down, or otherwise I might forget. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, hey, I know. Believe me, I know. All right, let's get into some jog jams. Woo! <laughs> Who wants a jock jam? All right, Ryan, you're the guest, so you started up. What's your first jock jam? Tell me why you picked it and so forth. Uh, first jock jam is Hell's Bells. 
by ACDC. I picked that one because that was Trevor Hoffman's uh, walkout song. He played for the Padres Hall of Famer, and it was always pretty epic when you're at like a Padres game. Yeah. Maybe if they're for me, if they're playing the Giants, and even though he was a good cl- when he came in, the game's pretty much over. He's gonna shut it down, and they'd play Hell's Bells, and it would just kind of get the crowd going. And the other team just cries when they hear, yeah, because they know what's coming. It's like a nightmare. All right, Hell's Bells. And then he'd be walking in from the outfield. It was good. <laughs> oh my god, it's like it's like the uh, what do they call the guy that uh, runs the guillotine? Yeah, yeah, like that. Yep. That sounds great in the headphones. It does, nice and clear. The in-person shows sound so much better than the Zoom shows, but I do my best. Yeah. So they never get to the lyrics when he walks out then, really, right? Not really. All right, we're not going to get to it either. All right. It was funny. I actually met him um, at a celebrity golf tournament. You might have heard of it. It's in Tahoe every year, and they have a bunch of big names. You met uh, the lead singer from ACDC? No, uh, Trevor. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Go ahead. Trevor Hoffman, and uh, he was signing autographs. So I walked over (laughs) with my phone and just stood there and played the song through my phone. And uh, I went to walk away, and he was like, hey, what are you doing? you got to stay over here. Let, let the song play. <laughs> so that's his theme song. All right. My first jock jam, not even going to tell you the name of the song. You're going to know it as oh, soon okay. as you hear it. And I will tell you the group, though. The group is the Goo Goo Dolls, and here's the song. Take me out to the ball game. Uh. They must be baseball fans. Yeah, maybe a little bit. The Goo Goo Dolls. See, that'd be a good theme song for the show. For your show? Yeah. That would be. That would be good. Do you have a theme song right now? I have like a mix. My friend, he does like radio stuff. Mm-hmm. He has some program and he gave me like a mix that I play before yeah. when the show starts and when it ends. Cool. And that's on every episode. So I thought it was cool to keep it the same. Yeah, yeah. That's what, thing. you know. Makes we, you feel like you're official. I, yeah. And do you have an intro to start the show? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That's what that is. Okay. But I mean, is there something you say like oh, uh, introducing and letting people know what the show yeah, is? Yeah. Well, now it's um, the sound bite of, hey, this is so-and-so and you're listening to Jim on bass. Okay. And then the song starts. All right. And then I say, hey, you're listening to Jim on bass. Um, I'm Jim Stevens. Yeah. The Do uh, the voice again. Welcome back to another episode of the Jim on Bay Sports Show. My name is Jim Stevens. Can Jim Stevens introduce the next song? Yeah, sure. Let's see. Check next your list, song Jim. is uh, another, okay. The next song is going to be Smoke on the Water <laughs> by, Deep, <laughs> by Deep Purple. Might have heard of him. It's like a Saturday Night Live character. Yeah. Okay, and I picked this one because Rob Nen, he was the closer for the Giants. Uh-huh. And... This was his song when he walked out to shut the other team down. It's always classic rock with these songs. Yeah. And I had him on the show, actually, which was cool. Yep. And the crowd would always get into this, so it's always a good memory. 
No one comes out to a Radiohead song. Yeah. No Coldplay. No Coldplay. One of the most well-known riffs in rock and roll. Yep. Good times. Jim Stevens. <laughs> you you could be one of those uh, radio guys that like does all the voices for the whole show. Do you do other voices? Not really. Where not. did this voice come from? I don't know. Um, just mess around with friends. Like maybe we'd call each other on the phone and try to uh, just kind of crank them. That's, right. that's kind of where it came from, the origin. All right. This is a song from 1984. I believe you saw this gentleman on Broadway. Oh, I, yep. I know who you're talking about. Bruce Springsteen. Yep. How was that show? Uh, it was amazing. And I didn't think... It was one of those things you say you want to do, but you know it's not really going to happen, seeing right, it on Broadway. Right. And then I said, you know what? Like, who knows? I might die from COVID next month. Let's just go. We'll make it happen. You only live once. Right. So me and my dad went to see him. And... That was kind of the trip from hell. Yeah, your dad had a, a kidney stone episode. Yeah. And he, and then I remember he texted me in the airport. I was going, I was actually at the MLB All-Star mm-hmm. game, and then I went to New York after. And then he said, I had a kidney stone, don't tell mom. <laughs> We're still seeing Bruce, so that was good. And so did he, uh, was he fine at the show, or was he squirming yeah. in his seat a No, he bit? was actually fine. Um, it was a quick turnaround. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, we went to the show, and it was amazing. And I didn't think... I didn't know it was like kind of emotional. Mm-hmm. And I said hi to the couple next to me who were yeah. probably like 40 or so. And then once the show started, he starts talking about his mom having dementia and kind of fading away a little bit. Yeah. And he talked about his dad dying and having a dream with his dad. And long story short, they're both looking up at him like an out-of-body experience. Yeah, And he tells his dad, that guy on stage, that's how I used to see you when he was growing up, basically. And... People were just kind of losing it in the oh, audience. No. And then I was like, I'm feeling it too. Like, And I almost let some tears fall. And then the guy next to me, this big guy way older than me, he was like bawling at one point. Did your dad cry? I don't know. We were sitting in different locations. Oh, you couldn't get tickets together? No, he was down low and I was like in the mezzanine or whatever okay. they call it. Yeah. But you just wanted to get in the theater. No and it was a great view. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not a bad seat in the house. Yeah. So it was... Uh, Definitely a, a trip I'll always remember. Yeah, I looked out there and I saw Tom and he was crying. And I said, puss. Yeah, sounds about, he said that live on <laughs> in, on Broadway. All right, you know this song. This is Bruce's song about baseball. I think baseball. I know what you're going with. Yeah, I think you know. Yeah. Yep. I had a friend was a big baseball player back in high school. Bruce's catalog, or did he throw out a song or two that you did not know? Uh, I knew all of them. You did? Good. Yeah, Perfect. So, and I, I purposely actually didn't... That was probably the first song that I thought of for this, and I purposely didn't pick it, because yeah. like, oh, you're, you're probably going to go for that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I picked uh, I picked some that are, you know, on the nose, but, you know, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that happens sometimes. Yeah. I'm curious what the story is going to be for this next one, Jim. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes? 
<laughs> Jimmy, you married? Uh, no. Oh, oh, you did the character. <laughs> Create a whole backstory yeah. for the guy. Well, I thought, you know, it has a voice where you think it's an older guy, has yeah. kids, probably has a boat in the driveway. You, yeah. know, you sound like an established guy. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, little do they know, so. He's got a boat in the driveway. Yeah, so I, I got a little, I got to work on the character, but I got a little you bit. Get some started. backstory for this guy. Yeah, that is true. Was he in the war? Uh, Vietnam? Not that old yet. Not, okay. I Golf think, war? Uh, yeah, he, he's got a dad bod, though. You know, he's, he's getting a little chubby. <laughs> <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio... And producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Okay, what's your next track? Uh, Next song is... uh, Jock Jams. Yeah, Jock Jams. Hashtag uh, Saturday uh, by Chicago. Saturday in the park. In the park, yeah. I Why? Picked, I picked this one because I remember, I think my dad had told me to at Candlestick in mm-hmm. San Francisco, they'd always play this uh, on Saturdays. And then I noticed... Because <clears throat> you're in the ballpark. Yeah, and then once I started going to games, I noticed them playing it um, a lot um, over the PA too, if it's a Saturday. And All it, right. It goes down perfect, especially if it's a day game. 1972 is from Chicago 5 or V for victory. Here we go, Saturday in the park. On Rock Solid. Look at that, I'm trying to be DJ. <laughs> I do love this song. Yeah. Dig it. Mm. That's what he says in those lyrics. Yeah, when I hear that, it just makes me think of a summer day at the ballpark. So it kind of goes perfect. Uh, when it comes to sports, you're San Francisco all the way, 49ers? Yeah, uh, yeah Niners, Giants, Warriors. So and I'm a real fan. I don't like if, if the Yankees are doing good, I don't, I don't do any of that. So what do you do now that your team is out of the Super Bowl? Who do you root for? Uh, do you root against the team that beat them? Or do you root for the team that beat them? I feel them? Like that's normally uh, what you should do. Um, I don't know. I'm not a big uh, Rams fan, um, but I do like uh, uh, Joe Burrows um, on uh, the Bengals, so okay. I, ho- I hope they pull it off. Yeah, I'm rooting for the Bengals, too, even though I live in L.A., because um, I have a couple friends that are big Bengals fans, so yeah. I went there. I went there team to win and they had some great exciting games in the playoffs and i think it kind of showed some good hearts yeah yeah yeah. rooting for him yeah underdogs yeah underdogs all right this next song i'm gonna play where is it i lost it in my playlist (laughs) where is it all right this is a song there was a super bowl many 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 years ago and the team recorded a song about the super bowl all right all right so I'm not uh, I'm not pulling this one. Well, you're young. Yeah. It's the Chicago Bears. Oh, I think I've seen the music. Right. Yeah, let's let's hear it. Here we go. <laughs> P U is 
It's a sick-a-stink <laughs> crew. We are the best shuffling crew. Shuffling on down, doing it for you. We're so bad, we know we're good. Blowing your mind like a newbie would. You know we're just strutting for fun. Strutting our stuff for everyone. So terrible. Yeah. They called me sweetness and I like the dance. Running the ball is like making more mans. We had the goal since training camp to give Chicago a Super Bowl champ. And we're not doing this because we're greedy. The Bears are doing it to feed the needy. We didn't come here. Look <laughs> I forgot you're from Chicago, huh? No, you're from, I'm from Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, but I lived in Chicago for six years. That's right. I, I just hate trouble doesn't rhyme with shuffle. <laughs> I, I just don't like it. I think, isn't that the one where they're kind of stand there, like snapping their fingers? Maybe? Yeah. I think Jimmy Mann is the yeah. shades yep. on. They look yeah. like dicks. Yep. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I hate that song. All right. Uh, if you're from Chicago, I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. All right. What's your next song? Uh, next song for me was I Left My Heart in San Francisco by Tony Bennett. And I chose that because at the end of every San Francisco Giants home game, they play that. Over they play the this. They play Tony's version. Yeah, and it's especially nice, at least to me, like a night game. Everyone's kind of starting to shuffle out, and you hear yeah. the, the piano start. It's and, mellow. Yeah, so that's kind of the tradition. All right, here we go. I've been terribly alone and forgotten in Manhattan. Does he have a good voice? I'm going. I never seen him live though. What do you think of this? Oh. To my city <laughs> by the. That sounds good, though. Yeah, that did sound good. I left my heart. All right. Yeah. It's nice to leave the stadium with In this. San Francisco. Unless the team loses and you go out in a parking lot and you uh, turn over a car. Yeah. Yep. Set it on fire. <laughs> High on a hill. How are the San Francisco fans? Like, if the team wins, do they uh, do they riot and burn the city? Uh, it has happened in the past. <laughs> Not that bad. I don't understand that yeah, don't type of celebration. Yeah, for the most part, I, I feel like we're pretty laid back. Now, one year that I did live in Chicago, the Chicago Bulls won uh, the championship, whatever you call it, in basketball. What yeah, do you call the finals, it? Yeah. The finals. So uh, I was watching the game with, uh, with a friend of mine, Jeff Lucas, and... Uh, you know, they want to, we're like, oh yeah, let's go out and see if people are celebrating. And we go out on the street in front of his apartment and it's, it's chaos. Yeah. I mean, there are so many Riots. people and they're, they're, they're turning, they're turning over cars and yeah. just, it's crazy. And way down, like th th three blocks down, you can see the red and blue lights. Mm. Okay. The police are coming <laughs> and Jeff and I aren't doing anything. We're just watching. Yeah. So we're like, well, let's go inside. So the, the police car's coming very slowly. It's coming towards the chaos and it stops and turns around Wow! and goes the other way. I'm like, oh my God, how yeah. bad is this if the police <laughs> are not going to come up here? So then we just went up to, in the apartment. I think it was Jeff's friend's apartment. We just went up there and we just stayed in there till it was chill. But yeah. wow. It reminds crazy. me of that do the right thing uh, movie scene when they burn down the, the right. restaurant. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. I had never seen anything like it. But you, you asked if uh, Tony Bennett's voice is good. I, I've never gotten to see him. That was kind of my biggest regret. Whenever he did come to he's town. He's still alive. Yeah, I can never go. And then I guess he's got dementia now, right? He so, does? He yeah. just recorded an album with Lady he's, Gaga last year. Yeah, he's like doing stuff, but apparently he's got dementia. So it sounds like his... He doesn't know him, where he left his heart. Yeah. <laughs> he has no idea. <laughs> Honey, have you, seen my, have you seen my keys? And what about my heart? Where yeah. did I put that? 
shouldn't yep. make fun of dementia. That's not funny. <laughs> but we'll all get it anyway. So, does everyone get it? It seems like it. Does everyone get it? Uh, I don't know. Not everyone, but oh yeah, I, I can't remember. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is a band I love called Nerf Herder. This is from 2005. Uh, when I was searching for songs, this one just came up because I typed the word sports. In. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't heard of them. This is from uh, an album called My EP. This song is called The Sportsman's Bar. Okay. Here we go. There's a place on Figueroa Street where you can always go. Okay. The trophies on the mantle are covered with dust, and the pencils are from 1982. That's a fun band. They kind of have a little like a Green Day vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. If Green Day didn't become famous, yeah, that would be Nerf Herder. Mm-hmm. I think Nerf Herder is from Star Wars. I oh, think like uh, the phrase. I, I think. Um, I'm not a Star Wars guy, but I think Han Solo yeah. calls someone a, a, a blankety blank Nerf Herder. Oh, okay. I tried to get into Star Wars like lately, in the, and I just can't. It's difficult. Yeah, it's too cheesy for me. It just, it's, it's disappointing. They've yeah. let me down too many times. Well, the, the new exhibit at Disneyland looks pretty cool, though. I do want to see that. Yeah, I would want to see that, too. But, but I, I don't ask me about details from no, the movies. Don't though. make me yeah. watch those movies yeah. ever again. <laughs> I'm not a Star Wars guy. Yep. Don't at me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> or do, yeah, just yeah. for fun. Um, next up, you got the Alan Parsons Project. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, like, are you a classic rock guy? Who's your favorite band? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz. Band. That's yeah. right. Because we won't get into it because we've said it before, but, uh, <laughs> you won an MTV contest where you got to go on the road for, with Lenny Kravitz. Uh, MySpace. MySpace yeah, contest. Oh, I thought it was MTV. No, yeah, it was, it was I always MySpace, say it's MTV. Yeah. MySpace. Mm-hmm. So you won this contest. Yep. You got to go on the road, and you were on the road for like two weeks? Yeah, two weeks. It was 14 days, and then uh, you got to bring anyone you wanted with you. You brought your dad. Yeah, so my dad- Because how old were you? Uh, just out of high school. I was 18. Oh, you could have gone by yourself. Yeah, yep. Yeah, would your parents have let you go by yourself? No, they barely even let me go, even with, with him there. <laughs> I wouldn't let oh, really? anyone go But it, it wasn't bad at all. Like, they thought it was going to be this or that. Yeah. It wasn't. Um, no drugs or anything yeah. like that. But the big thing is, like, I, your dad always says that he told you, look- you're not going to have a lot of interaction yeah. with Lenny Kravitz, so don't... But there was a lot of interaction yeah. with him. I think he thought he was maybe like a Prince kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd never see him the whole time, mm-hmm. and he was the nicest guy. Um, the story I always tell is funny, because I go to mm-hmm. his shows, and then I always see people who kind of think they're cool or whatnot at the shows, yeah. and, and, and I'll tell a story sometimes if I feel like someone's a real fan, yeah. and they usually take it as, oh, uh, so you and your dad followed him around for two no. minutes. like, nope. And then people kind of think they're hot shit at the show. And it's like, hey, man, like between me and you thinking you're cool, like only one of us has been in Lenny's Afro. Because <laughs> I went to tell him something and he didn't hear me. He so leaned I, in? He leaned in and then he started to turn and then I went face first. I was like, I'm in Lenny's Afro. This, this is cool. <laughs> Did you get pictures taken with him? Uh, there's only one. It's on my Facebook, actually. Okay. 
they took a picture of us at the electric factory because okay. in each city we went to, we picked up a winner and their guest. So they had all the winners walk into the venue. We were in Philadelphia at this place called the Electric Factory. It was nice. a really cool place. And then um, we all got to go on stage during the sound check, and uh, we all stood up there with them. And That's the cool. The only thing I don't like about it is they put like a cartoon kind of effect onto it. So it looks kind of cartoon. Like it doesn't Boo. look really, yeah. So I don't have like a real photo with them. Um, and then you, me, and your dad went to see Lenny Kravitz at the Palladium here yeah. in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And uh, how did we get separated? Because I, I didn't, I wasn't with you. I, weren't, oh, I yeah. wasn't with you guys the whole time. I can't remember how that happened. I, I don't know. I don't even know if we went in together. Did we? Maybe that was it. We 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 went together. Yeah. It was weird. Then, no, I think we did because I remember we came over here to your yeah. house. It I was weird. What, but you were standing next to the uh, yeah. Iron Maiden, right? Or Yeah, yeah. The uh, Adrian Smith from Iron Maiden was yeah. uh, was down on the floor, and I wanted to talk to him so bad. And I don't know why I didn't, because normally I definitely would have. Yeah. But prior to that, I was on the floor close to the stage, because I had an album, and I thought I was going to be oh, able to get it signed. Yeah. And that's when the guy next to me told me I was the ugliest motherfucker <laughs> he'd ever seen. And that I'm, made me laugh. Oh yeah. my god! It was. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> what is happening? I'm looking around. I can't possibly be the. I, I got to be honest. Yeah. I'm way better looking than, than this dude. Like so. it's so harsh that it was kind of funny though. You know, it's that. so harsh. <laughs> so who says that to a perfect stranger? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, man. But and that's and that's what I just said to him. I'm like, oh, you're hurting my feelings. Yeah. I, he was on oxy or something. Yeah. I don't know what he was on. He was on something. Well, one thing I just wanted to say really quick was how cool the trip was with Lenny and. Yeah. He was the nicest guy in the world and took us out to dinner a few times. And it's funny because after that, I think there was some issue with him in a record company and he went to Europe for like four years and then they finally came back. Um, and then I was all bummed out because you're so close. You're like with the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh, it's never going to be like yeah, that and again. He's never going to remember me and all this stuff. And then they came back after like four years and I sent their guitarist a message, Craig Ross. He's mm-hmm. the white guy with the big afro. Yeah, with the big fro. I think he's the most underrated guitarist out there. But I sent a message, hey, my dad and I would love to say hi. And he sent me a message at like two in the morning, the morning of that night's show uh-huh. and said, Hey, I uh, just want to let you know, I left you guys four, four passes. Oh my God. So we got to go back, say hi. And even when I go to shows now, like, uh, when I don't tell them that I'm going, yeah. like, I'll be in the front. Like I came to the Greek theater here and saw them and, Le- and people were like, Oh yeah, this guy followed Lenny around with his dad. And then he stopped the show like two or three songs in, saw me kind of gave me the nod and then came over so stopped cool. the show and gave me knuckles oh my and god then I heard that's someone amazing say, oh, that guy was telling the truth yeah of so course kinda, he was it's kind of cool it's been it's a dream and it's my favorite band and they're they're nice guys and they actually know who i am so it's, it's really surreal that's really surreal and yeah and he left you four passes so who went um uh, it's me my dad and my mom and i never used the other one <laughs> <laughs> what about none of your sisters wanted to go no it's weird uh even my two, like my big buddies, they, they're never like that interested. In, I don't know, it's just strange to me. I'd be all over it. Yeah, yeah. I would too. Free stuff, man. Mm-hmm. All right. The Alan Parsons Project from Eye in the Sky. This song is called Serious. Yeah, and I chose this because this is the Chicago Bulls back in the heyday when they had oh, Jordan. Really? Yeah, they would play this and then introduce the guys, and this would be the background music. Oh, I did not yeah. know that. Gets you pumped up. I know yeah. this song. I had no idea that this was Alan and Parsons. That guy with the voice, you know. Well, I've listened to Eye in the Sky a couple times, and how come this never clicked for me? I think they might do a little something different, too. Like, they add an effect to it, but it's this overall wow. sound. Yeah. And the 
crowd roars, and then he starts naming off the starting lineup. Ryan and I are drinking beers. You're having a Pacifico. Yeah, Pacifico. And I just had a Corona Light, and it might have been the best beer I've ever had in my life. Oh, really? For some reason, it just went down nice tonight. Because <laughs> I'm not really a beer guy. I'll, yeah, I'll have either. a mixed drink or something, but all right. That's what I do. I ask people on the show, like, hey, what are you drinking? And then they'll, that's when I make a joke about, are you drinking Trulies? Or, you know, and uh, they'll tell me what some guys actually do, which is funny. They're drinking while they're interviewing? Uh, no, they'll just say, oh, yeah, I like the Trulies, you know. So it's What great. is Trulies? I don't know what it is. Oh, it's the hard seltzer, um, like fruity alcohol drink, you know, like they'll have watermelon. You need there. to get a sponsor. Uh, yeah, uh, that'd be a good good plug to have. And you need to turn this into getting free tickets for sports events, too. Yeah. For sure. I, I got to figure out how, how to do that. Yeah. You just ask. Hey, I have this podcast. These are my guests. I've been around, you know. Then I could use my real voice. I was sent by Jim Stevens. You know? <laughs> I'm Jim, Jim Stevens' assistant. Yeah. All right, so you played that because of the Chicago Bulls. I'm going to play a song that the 1979 Pirates used as their, like, theme song okay. for the season. It's by Sister Sledge, and this is We Are Family. Because mm. I grew up in Pittsburgh, the Pirates were a big thing back then. We are family. When the Pirates were good. Yeah. We got a water down, folks. We have a water down. Now, some people would Too edit Too much that. Pacifico. Some people would edit that out. I'm not going to edit that out. He dropped the water. Makes it real. Makes it real. Yeah. I, look, I always say I want it to be just like you're sitting here with us. Yeah. You've said in once or twice. You said in when I interviewed Wendy Dio. Yeah. That was kind of cool. No, it was. That's what I, I was going to tell you. I, I've, I think I want to do this podcast, too, because I've always taken notice of people interviewing mm -hmm. other people and especially if it's for me like Lenny Kravitz or someone I know yeah. a lot about I get irritated when they ask the same questions oh my god or just stereotypical dumb rock star stuff I hate it and it's like I want to know about this and that and yeah. so I've noticed with you like when you interviewed uh, Rick Springfield or uh, Sammy Hagar I just it made me feel like I could do it yeah yeah and, and wait a minute yeah <laughs> sounds like an insult no <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just nice to see that like, you're a fan. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people ruin it by being weird because they're fans. It's nice to see a fan, like, seize the moment. Yeah. And, I, yes. And I mean, this I is your one, one shot. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, that's how. Now, I tried to get Lenny on the show when his book came out. Oh, yeah. And um, his publicist answered me and they said, um, they said, you know, Lenny's not doing any promotion for the book at all he really only did two interviews and i think one of them was with jimmy fallon yeah i so think eddie trunk was another that was kind of weird because i feel he does a lot of heavy metal i would have been so much better than Eddie oh, yeah. trunk yeah so um yeah i mean maybe i should reach out now but he doesn't have anything to promote you never know you never know Well, because i feel like you because what they come out with the book and then they come out maybe six months later for the soft copy or whatever yeah but i think the, i think the book came out a while no, ago yeah now. so i could reach out again but yeah i really want to chat with him well he's always doing uh got all just, the albums right there oh yeah okay yeah well i can't remember there. what it was right one there. album was like 25 years ago or 20 years ago and he just posted about it so maybe yeah if they because they make extra money right selling the box set yeah so maybe all that could stuff get in on yeah. that 
I like it. Yeah, I reach out. I've reached yeah. out for Springsteen three times now. What, do they answer? Or? They do answer. They answer almost immediately, and they go, "Oh, Bruce is Bruce is busy right now." But thanks for you know they're very polite. Yeah, because I was able to say, "Yeah, I just had Nils on, and and little Steven yeah. was on." So I like I thought, doing that to doing the name drop. Yeah, I thought yeah. maybe that would hey you know they <laughs> mm-hmm. can they can vouch for me. Was, yeah, but um, I kind of feel like maybe sometime I might be able to get Bruce Spring. I don't know why I feel like that. I mean, he's gigantic. And I, I feel like now you could get him maybe because they just delayed their tour again, I think. Yeah. Right? And he's, it's not like he's seen, not doing anything else. Yeah, pop on. Yeah. I think that's why I kind of got some luck getting guys was, yeah. was right when everyone was sitting at home, not able to do anything. I was extremely fortunate over COVID getting people. It was unbelievable. Like almost yeah. everyone I would reach out for, you know, yeah. would say yes. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. So pretty cool. Uh, we are back to you. Uh, this one, I'm not sure if you picked it. Eye of the Tiger. Well, I saw your list, so oh, I didn't pick yeah, anything right. that you... I just went... Okay. Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. I from think. Rocky Three. Yeah, yep. Gets you pumped up. That's my favorite Rocky movie. Now, is it the best Rocky movie? No. Rocky One obviously, yeah. is the best. And then Rocky Two is just kind of an extension of Rocky mm-hmm. One. Like, I feel like you watch Rocky One and Two back-to-back as like a four-hour movie. Yeah. But Rocky Three was like... Who did he fight in that one again? Clubber Lang, Mr. Oh, T. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is a good one. Yeah, he pitied the fool. Yep. He also uh, fights. Uh, he also wrestles uh, Thunderlips, played by Hulk Hogan, at the beginning of that. Oh movie. yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, and this song I picked it for for that, but also because I remember a guy came to my school when I was like in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Some ex drug addict guy had changed his life, and that and then he was he was lifting uh, heavy weights in uh-huh. front of us, like putting a show. And this was his walk-in oh, show. My God, I'm sure he's back on drugs, and he's probably a predator, but he's. He's dead. He's probably dead. Yeah, yeah, he probably is dead. Yeah. All right. This is a this is a classic eye of the tiger. I was listening to this on the drive over. I never tire of it. Do sit ups right now, yeah. Crunches, yep. Rising up back on the street, did my time, took my chances. With the distance, now I'm back on my feet. Just a man and his will to survive. So many times it happens. It's so funny. I'm, I'm weird with like faces, like I can. I can spot people, you know, that, that anyone else wouldn't spot. Mm. Like I was at LAX one day and I was getting on a shuttle to go get my rental car and getting off the shuttle was the drummer from Loverboy. Oh, okay. So not only did I recognize him, I also knew his name. <laughs> so I'm like, Matt Frenette, big fan. He was like, what? He was like shocked. Probably He's excited, like, hey, right? yeah. thanks. So there's a Trader Joe's in walking distance to us, probably four blocks right down on Ventura Boulevard. And one day when I was in there, uh, I don't know how to say the guy's last name, but his first name's Mark. He's the drummer from Survivor, like from this oh, okay. era Survivor. <laughs> and he was in there and I'm like, that's the drummer from Survivor. And I didn't say anything to him because I couldn't remember his last name. Oh, yeah. But, um, and I've never seen him since. And he's still alive? I think he's still alive. Okay. He must live yeah. in Woodland Hills. <laughs> how have I not seen him again? Yeah. It's crazy. Now, since you picked that song, that was Dave Bickler on vocals. 
few years later, Dave Bickler wasn't in the band. Jimmy Jameson was, Rock and mm. Peace. And this is from Rocky Four. Well, before you play, I just wanted to say, I think that uh, Eye of the Tiger, that's like a perfect song. It is a perfect song. I don't think anything could be improved on it. It's no, just... no. And because it conjures up that movie so specifically, mm. it just, and, and because it's used in the movie to get you pumped, yeah. you just automatically get pumped up. Yeah. So uh, Burning Heart, that went to number one. Eye of the Tiger went to number one. They were hoping Burning Heart would go to number one, but it only went to number two. <laughs> they, they almost had it. But this is Burning Heart from Rocky Four. Okay. Two worlds collide, rival nations. It's a primitive clash, bidding is a frustration. Bravely we hope against all hope. There is so much at stake. It's real good. It's just not Eye of the Tiger. Yeah. This guy can sing his ass off, though. He reminds me, he kind of has like that range, like sticks. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Just hit those ranges. Hit those high notes. Yeah. I saw Stallone in person one time. Oh, really? Hold on. I heard see. he's really short, right? Well, I was in the car, so sitting, so he was uh, he was obviously taller than me. <laughs> uh, hold on a second, Ryan. I gotta, I gotta find something real quick. This doesn't get edited out. Yeah, I was like, you, you don't edit this part out. No, <laughs> God no, because then I'd have to find, I'd have to write down. Oh, we're we're this we're this far into oh, the yeah. episode, and that then I'd have pain. to find it. And yep. no, but uh, I'm going to tell a, a story that I might have told before, so we have to play this. All right, so. I'm in my car at a stoplight right next to Warner Brothers Studios. Mm. And Warner Brothers Studios, it's, you know, there's a lot of, you yeah. know, what do I want to say, sound stages and stuff, you know. So I'm in the stoplight and there's a guy crossing the street. He's, he's eventually going to cross right in front of my car. And I look and I go, that guy looks familiar. <laughs> you know, and, but, but I can't tell. Yeah. And he gets closer and I'm like, is that guy he really looks familiar and then when he gets right in front of the car i should have done one of those yeah. beeps and scare him <laughs> um but maybe he would just slam his fist on the hood yeah um i'm like oh my god that's sylvester stallone but he looked really weird like his <laughs> skin oh. was really red like work done kind of red or yeah, yeah yeah and and the hair especially in the back mm. didn't look like real hair it yeah. looked he just looked really odd but it was 100 percent sylvester stallone that's funny yeah i so. follow him on on social media and I yeah on instagram he, he's great he edits all of it you can tell their faces have kind of look a little cartoonish to try and look young you know oh you think he goes in and tweaks it a little bit or says somebody he, it just looks a little strange well i will tell you if uh if you haven't seen rocky four rocky versus drago it's the new re-edited version. Oh, okay. It's fantastic. It's so much more dramatic. Mm -hmm. Like he, he basically cut out all the drama and just left it like a just a straight up popcorn movie, which is fine. Yeah. But this version's so much better. You've seen Rocky Four? Yeah. Uh, Drago is that the Russian guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have, yeah. Do you know what happens at the end when Rocky wins? Uh, I What's, can't remember. Uh, Gorbachev stands up and claps for Rocky. 
Okay. Okay. If I saw, I'd remember. All right. That's bullshit. (laughs) And thankfully in the new one, Gorbachev, spoiler alert, gets up and just walks out, (laughs) which is more, which, yes. Yeah. Gorbachev's Because that's the scene when he's like, isn't he punching the, the frozen meat things hanging? Uh, I think like that's in number out. one when he punches them. in in this one the training takes place in Russia he yeah runs, and he's in some tundra like, he runs up a mountain yeah yeah it's like I was hoping that no would be edited out yeah, no it's all like yeah it's random farm work type yeah, stuff he's yeah it's, he's yeah he's like lifting a plow yeah yep. all a bunch of bullshit <laughs> but uh, but it works because they play that music and he gets pumped up and you wish you were Rocky alright what's next for you uh, Thunderstruck by ACDC I've never heard it oh yeah it, it, it's up and coming but uh, thunder yeah see I chose that one because uh, I remember as a kid going to warrior games mm-hmm. and then our mascot at the time was Thunder and he's this little mm-hmm. blue buff guy and they'd play Thunderstruck and they'd turn the lights out yeah. and I think he would do like little stunts and then it led mm-hmm. into the uh, player introductions yeah. so it just always got me fired up when I have sex I, I sing you've been thunderfucked <laughs> How's that go? I should probably edit that out. I'll leave it. <laughs> it goes well. See, it goes if, well, if, Ryan. If you edit out the the lapse of time there, then it just sounds bam, bam. <laughs> That's what I do. I uh, if I listen back to these episodes, I'm gonna hear myself say um forty See, and times. And I always edit that out on my stuff. That's the thing with with the uh, with the celebrity interviews. I have to listen back because I have to drop the music in. Because I don't play it in real time because that'll eat up the time I have for the interview. Now, when I would do it in person, I would do it just like we're doing now. Yeah. And I'd play the song in real time, and then the artist would comment on it. But on Zoom, I like it's like a trick. I'll mention songs. Like, I'll go, you know, my, my favorite song of this album is this, and then I can put that in. Gotcha. But uh, when I go through those episodes, any um I hear, and I'll take it out when the guest does it too. Yeah. Because it's just, um, uh, Easier said, um I just yeah. did it, see? <laughs> It's just easier. I don't know why. Who who came up with the word um? Who was yeah. the first person that said um? Yeah, I don't know why. Because I try to think when I'm editing, why do I keep doing this? Is it, is it just happen with a pause? Like, do they say um in other languages? Or? It's a placeholder. or it's You're getting your train of thought, I think. Mm-hmm. Now, if I watch the news, Anderson Cooper is a professional broadcaster. And he does it all the time. Yeah. I see him stumble and and say um and and pause and I'm like, it makes me feel better. I'm like, this guy's getting paid millions of dollars. Yeah, and he does it. Well, I feel like some guys, if they have the right voice, mm-hmm. it almost sounds kind of good in a way. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, sounds there's something about it. Um, there's been a couple of the Zoom interviews when the people wouldn't have their camera on. So, <laughs> so then I would turn my camera. I would close my camera window too. <laughs> so they couldn't see me. I couldn't see them. Mm. And even though I don't like it, cause I like to see the person, I feel like those interviews were, were good on my part because I wasn't so, cause when someone else is talking, you have to look interested yeah. or you have to look, mm-hmm, you have to make sure. But with my camera window closed, I can look through my notes. I can shuffle yeah. stuff around. And, yeah. and I feel like I was more, uh, is the word succinct, then there was less umming on those episodes mm-hmm. for whatever reason. That's what I've thought about too, is I'm sure it'd be harder to do an in-person interview because at home I write mm-hmm. out all my questions on like printer paper yeah. and then I tape them on the wall in front of me. 
and then I just kind of stare at the wall. So it would be hard. I feel like if I had a guest in person, well, you would just have it on the table. Well, they'd see me calc- like not really listening to them and thinking, okay, what am I going to ask next? You know, when I would do it, I would just tell them, I go, I have my notes here. I'll be looking through them. I just, okay. uh, I just kind of try to dissuade it. Is that the word up front? Mm, put it out. Diffuse there. it. What's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, I just put it out there. Like, if someone has a book out, if a rock star has a book out. I will tell them usually before the interview, I'll say, look, I'm going to ask you some questions. They're in the book. It doesn't mean that I don't, I didn't read the book. It just means uh, I want you to tell the audience yeah. the story and they'll go, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Because, um, you know. It seems more genuine. Too, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, and sometimes they'll go, okay, this story's in the book and then they'll say it. But I just want them to know that because sometimes... When I, the reason I did this is because when I wouldn't do that, people would be like, it's in the book. Yeah. I'm like, I know it's in the book. I did my homework. Yeah. Here's Thunderstruck. The Warrior Games, they'd have fire shooting up too. So it was of course cool. they yeah. do. <laughs> there he is, the biggest guest I've ever had yeah. on the show. Your buddy, my friend. <laughs> that riff is just so cool. That meaning, I wish COVID would end so ACDC would tour. <laughs> Do you have his autograph? I don't. I don't have any ACDC autographs, but... I heard um, he's a good signer. Yeah, like like it looks good? Like he's like just cool with like signing for people. Oh, cool. So. Yeah, I think I think everyone from ACDC... Look, I'm going to... All these people that... Whenever I'm done with a Zoom interview with these people, I will say, hey, hopefully when you come to LA, I get to say hi in person. Yeah. And of course, everyone says... Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Just yeah. Hit, hit up Tony or hit up Phil or whoever the PR guy is and we'll make that happen. But, um, but, uh, haven't been able to make that happen yet because people still aren't touring. Yeah. So it's difficult. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I think even Brian Johnson, oh yeah, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. We're going to do it. Come on down. So, uh, yeah, I'm trying, I work it. I try to get in free. I don't like to, I don't like to pay for anything, (laughs) any concerts anymore. I got to get in free. I got to get on that level. Yeah, you got to. It's fun. It's fun. All right. Now I was just typing in all random sports words today into my iTunes because I I didn't prepare for this until about, uh, three o'clock. Yeah. That's when I picked my songs. (laughs) I almost forgot about it. Well, I told you I'll, I'll give you my songs like tomorrow. Yeah. And then tomorrow happened. It was like midnight. I was like, oh, I got to do this. So I think I sent it to you. Like, yeah, it's it's good. It's good. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, as long as I have them, if I have them an hour before we record, but I, you know, I just have to find them and queue them up. So I was typing in all different sports things and I typed in touchdown. Mm. And the song came up from 2006. Now, look, I don't even know how this is in my iTunes. I have this whole, I have this band's, I have two of this band's albums. I don't know this band. They're called. <laughs> Da Vinci. Yeah, I never D- heard of him. D-A and then Vinci. And I, either a listener sent me these at one time and said, mm. you got to check out Da Vinci. <laughs> the album's called Back in Business and the song is called Touchdown. So uh, here we go. Yeah. But they're like a, you know, they're like a, a metal band. Hmm. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> <P-U>. <laughs> 
It's a seagull stinkaroo. So generic. Yeah. Sounds like they're stuck in the 80s a little bit. Yeah. Like some generic 80s movie. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they score a touchdown. Yeah. Okay. Jesus Christ. Yes. Oh God! That's, that's quite cringeworthy, almost. This is like this is like Mark Wahlberg singing in Boogie Nights. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God! It's almost like a Hallmark movie song. It's like one of those '80s movies where they can't pay for a, a real artist to yeah. do the music, so they just get some regional band, yep. like Da Vinci. I, I look. <laughs> I couldn't find anything about him. I have no idea how this. Got in. I'm glad I have it for tonight. Certainly fun. Yeah. But no. Holy crap. I wonder what they're up to now. If they're still coming out with. Yeah. What's Da Vinci up to? Yeah. There's a band I love. I just listened to their uh, three album discography from 2003, 2006, and 2009. They're from Australia. They're called Jet. I think I've heard of them. Um, Are you going to be my girl? Cold hard bitch. Uh, you would know them. Okay. And uh, I just uh, why don't I just play your song? Yeah. And after the third album, they just kind of stopped doing it. And they are so good. Their al- the, all three albums are good, uh, mm-hmm. as Murray Valeriano says, T to B. <laughs> okay, I'm going to play a song for you. I'll play, uh, I'll play, I'll play Cold Hard Bitch. Sorry, ladies. It's not a word I use. <laughs> it's just the title of the song. Here we go. not cute. I took it from the top, folks. Thirty seconds in, no lyrics yet. Here it comes. <laughs> Get ready. Yeah, it's fantastic. Long intro, didn't realize it. <laughs> gotta leave town, got another apartment. Think you've heard it? Yep, uh, I've heard that's the voice. No, play another one. Are you gonna be my girl? Oh, I, now I know. Yep. Yep, I know this one. Love the tambourine. <clears throat> and they just disappeared, you said, after three albums? After three albums, they just they just stopped doing it. They're from Australia. I don't uh, get it. Here, I'm going to play a song from their third album. It's called uh, K-I-A, Killed in Action. Here okay. we go. Sounds like an Iron Maiden. <laughs> yeah. Six years later, they were still killing it. 
I asked for a tambourine for Christmas one year, and they got me like a kid's tambourine. <laughs> Love them. All three of these albums, TB. Yeah. Love them all. Get with the Jet people. It's kind of like Semisonic, right? They only came out with like a few albums. And yeah, it just disappeared. Just disappeared. Why? Why? We weren't making money. Okay. <laughs> or uh, the other band I love that did that, uh, what are they called? The who? One, one, day, one day we'll know. Uh, the, the, new, the New Radicals. Oh, The New Radicals, yeah. he's like a producer, so he wanted to stick to that. Yeah. But they came out with some good stuff and then just one never album. again. Yeah. One album. Yeah, I, I love them. Yeah, I have that in here somewhere. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. Uh, I just played uh, Da Vinci, great band. Uh, you, Oh, speaking of uh, some rock, you got Motorhead. Yeah. You ready? Their most popular song. Yeah. Right? Well, I picked it. There, there isn't really like a sports thing for me, except for the fact that I've always, if I was a player, if I was like a pitcher. Oh, this is your walk-on I'd song. want this to be my walkout song. So All right. I chose my favorite part of the song, too, All right. in I cued it. I just, um, I've never gotten into them. Metallica, mm. Motorhead, and Megadeth. Megadeth, I've never gotten into. Metallica, I'm a casual fan. I feel like I need to get, because when I listen to Motorhead, I really dig it. Mm -hmm. I feel like I need to get into some of oh, yeah, this like stuff. Them. They have yeah. another song that was newer, I think it was on one of their recent albums. Mm -hmm. It's called Bye Bye Bitch Bye Bye. That All, right. Song called. <laughs> All right. It's good. It's just kind of a funny, funny title. Speaking of a funny song, this is a Warren Zevon song, because I taped the word hockey okay. in, uh, and so this song came up. It's called Hit Somebody with an exclamation point, and then in parentheses, the hockey song. Hmm. So it's, it's a story song. Yeah. Let's hear a little okay. bit of it. Hit Somebody. He was born in Big Beaver by the borderline. <laughs> he started playing hockey by the time he was nine. His dad took the hose and froze the backyard. Little buddy dreamed he was Rocket Richard. He grew up big and he grew up tough. He saw himself scoring for the Wings or Canucks, but he wasn't that good with a puck. <laughs> Buddy's real talent was beating people up. His heart wasn't in it, but the crowd ate it up. Through Pee Wee's and Juniors and Midgets and Mikes, he must have racked up 
more than 300 fights Till a scout from the flames came down from Saskatoon Said there's always room on our team for a goon Son, we've always got room for a goon There were Swedes to the left of them, Russians to the right now, if you want to find out what happens, you yeah. got to go buy the song on iTunes and uh, figure out what happens with this kid. Rock and Peace Warren Zevon. Rock right? and Peace yeah. Warren Zevon. Maybe he got in a fight with this kid. <laughs> got beat up. I like how he uh, is kind of like putting a play on the whole fighting with hockey, right? Yeah. All right. You got two more songs left. Yeah. Uh, the next one is I'm not big into rap. I kind of dabble. This was the only song I had to purchase. Everything else I had. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I had everything else, of course. <laughs> yeah. Well, this song is pretty good. I've always loved the intro, and I picked it because when Barry Bonds was on the Giants, this was always his song, and whenever he came up to the plate, they'd play this song. So whenever I hear it, and I think most Giants fans, when they hear it, they go right to the Barry Bonds years, and it always gets me pumped up. I had to buy it twice because after I bought it, you told me you wanted the oh, my instrumental. Bet, yeah. yeah, so you yep. owe me uh, $2.58. Yeah. Uh, yep. All right, so go ahead. It's uh, the next episode, Instrumental by Dr. Dre. Right. Yep. Yeah. It's the it. next episode. Yeah. Next. Episode. And in your text, it was weird because it said the next episode, and I was like, "Oh, like, what do you mean the next yeah. episode?" I was like, "We're recording an episode tonight. Is this a mistake?" And then I, yeah. then I figured it out. Then I, my brain worked. Then. <laughs> This is it. This is the whole thing right here. Oh, yeah. I was waiting for lyrics. It's instrumental. <laughs> I just let it play for the whole two minutes and 41 seconds. Because uh, I guess the, the real version has like Snoop Dogg featured on it. Mm -hmm. And uh, he didn't, I, as far as I know, he didn't use that for his uh, actual in-game. And who and who used this again? I missed uh, that Barry part. Bonds. Barry Bonds. Yeah. And do, we like, do we like Barry Bonds? Uh, I liked watching him play and all that stuff. But as a person. Yeah, as, as a person, he sounds like a major asshole. <laughs> he, sh he should be in the Hall of Fame. I definitely think that. But the fact that they haven't let him in, mm -hmm. and uh, it sounds like it might not happen anytime soon. Um, and Pete Rose should be in, too. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But it kind of shows me, like, especially with Barry Bonds, like, I think he should be in. It's dumb that he's not. Yeah. But it's kind of a lesson of don't be an asshole. Yeah. Because then he'd be in. Right. I think it's more for that than the steroids. I mean, I don't know how old Pete Rose is right now, but if you're going to let him in, don't yeah. do it after he passes. I know, and that's, that's so dumb, too. It's like, why even put him in? Like, yeah, they don't he even doesn't know even know it. Yeah. He doesn't even, so his family's, well, family's going to be pissed if they put Pete Rose in after he passes. They're going to be like... Yeah, have a grudge there. I would love yeah. it if they if, if that ever happened. I would love it if they just went up and go, fuck you, people. Yeah, no show. Yeah, yeah. No, no show and speak. Yeah. That's what I say. Speak mm -hmm. it up. All right, I got a couple here. Let me see what I'm going to do. Oh, and Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg are going to be uh Yeah, halftime half show. That's going to be pretty great. Yeah, Mary J. Blige, Mary J. Eminem. Yep. And uh, um, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. And I, and I know who they all are. I'm, I'm not a huge rap guy, so I don't know too much, but we'll see. They're going to they're going to yeah, they should be good. Yeah, they're going to they're going to do it. Mm, I've I noticed. mean, how many times can we see It's always classic rock people. I mean, yeah. even even this these people are classic rock at this point. 
Yeah. They're not going to. It's where even Foo Fighters, right, are considered classic rock or yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers. I still yeah. can't. It doesn't he's sound both. right to and, me. And yeah. I think, I think, I think both of those bands might have done it before. Yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers did it with Bruno Bruno Mars. I'm not sure about the no. Foo Fighters. And look, people don't watch the halftime show and complain about it. Just yeah. turn your sound down and go get a slice of pizza and go to the <laughs> bathroom or do whatever you need to do. And if you don't like it, then don't watch it. You don't have to yeah. watch the halftime show. Just watch the game. Shut that is up. true. Where do you watch the game? Are you working that day? Uh, I'm actually off. Uh, I don't know yet. I think me and my my buddy, he lives in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched the Niner game a few days ago at his place, so we might do something like that. And where are you stationed? Uh, right by the A Stadium. Okay. Um, 66 Avenue. All right. Yeah. What's the facility like where you stay? Uh, it's an older place. Uh-huh. Uh, it's got some character to it. Uh, yeah. Okay. So it's nice. Uh that's what you say yeah. when it's not nice. It's got character to it. Okay. It's, All right. uh, I get it. Got some history. All right. Yeah. And uh, was your dad crushed that the Niners lost? Yeah, they were, him and my mom were there. Yeah, they um, came They came down here. Yeah. You guys are always down here. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Like, I think driving to San Francisco is a <laughs> hassle, but yeah. you guys just seem to do it like no big deal. I always love the drive down. It's the drive back that just feels like it never ends. And where are you staying when you're here? Um, I'm actually staying at this place called the Godfrey Hotel. Okay. Where's that located? Um, it's like two miles. It's like on the outside of Hollywood, I guess. Okay. Um, nice area. So maybe if I tell them I said that on here, then give me a gift, is, co- gift is, card or something. Is the place nice? Yeah, it's actually really nice. They have a rooftop bar. Okay. Um, oh, that is cool. Yeah, there's like a, a wall on the rooftop and they, they project like movies onto it. And then what else do they have? There's something else. Oh, they have a nice little bar restaurant downstairs. Um, so it's only 7.30 right now. By the time you get back there tonight, will you mosey up there? Yeah, definitely. That's cool. Yeah, so it'll be cool. I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's everything they got. It's, it's nice. And uh, you don't know anyone. LA service? You don't know anyone in LA? No. Just Not me. Really. Yeah, Just yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Just one star. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can come back. <laughs> you can come back. Um, all right, my turn. What do I got? I got a couple here. Okay, this. Okay. This is a band from the Bay Area. They had an album called Sports. Okay. All right? From the 80s. All right. And I believe this song is about uh, illegal steroid use. Let's find (laughs) out. Let's find out. (laughs) Me, you, it's a single stink of room. Oh. That's about steroids, right? Yeah. I put that stinkeroo sting in because I'm uh, I'm I'm always saying that I do not like Huey Lewis. Yeah. I can't get into him either. There's just something about it. I just I almost can't take it serious. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like novel, a bunch of novelty songs. I saw him at a Giants game a couple of years ago. He was just there. What, yeah. what was he? What was he selling popcorn? Yeah, no, no. He was walking towards us. We were walking towards him, and I was with him. And friend. did he say popcorn? Get your popcorn. <laughs> no, I said hey, Huey, or something like that. And yeah. then he looked at me, and said hey, and then we just kept going. And my friend didn't even know. So he thought it was maybe just someone I kind of know. Uh-huh. I said, Do you know who that was? And he was like, uh, Who? Wait, what? I said that guy. I said hi. That was Huey Lewis. He's like, oh, really? And then, yeah, he totally missed the moment. Do you have a cap on? Do you have a uh, uh, no? He look, He wasn't hiding at all. It was kind of funny. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like when people are out and about. They should be able to do that. Yeah. But 
actually, I didn't even say hey, who I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Hey, man. Hey, but hey, champ. Yeah, but I guess they have um, a thin Lizzy connection, right? Didn't he? He toured with them or something. Yeah, or he was. He would hang out at the studio. I think him and Phil were friends. Oh, okay. Um, okay, I'm going to tell a story. So uh, here we go. So when you go to a Dodger game, you'll often see some celebrities there yeah. because you know, it's the movie industry, TV out here. Mm-hmm. And um, and George Lopez, I oh. saw him one day. Yeah, he's he, always there, huh? Yeah, he was such a dick with the people. They're like, George, George. He's like, what? I'm trying to, what? He was like, such a dick. Really? I'm like, didn't your wife give you a kidney so that you would be nice? <laughs> yeah. You could be dead. Be nice to these people. He was just a dick. I wow. just like, what a fucking dick. So he's fake then. I thought he'd be like a really nice guy. Well, either this was a bad day yeah, or yeah. this is the real dude. I wish someone would just go, you're a dick. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like when people. Were you passing him or sitting by him? or We were, uh, we were a few rows back my um uh, a friend of ours janet marie smith she uh read she's an architect she redesigned camden yards oh wow and i should have played that sting again and uh <laughs> dodge stadium so uh once or twice a year she gives us her seats that's cool and they're they're really good so um that's why we are close otherwise i couldn't be close we were sitting behind uh that tv actor um a long time ago he died of tom Selleck. No, he, you want me to guess who it is? No, uh, you're gonna know what once he died of like a triple um, A on the set. Was, oh, John was, Ritter. Yeah, and we were sitting behind him. I was a little kid. He had an aortic dissection. Yeah, yeah, like on the set, right? And then yeah, we were, and like, they treated him for a heart attack. Oh, is that what happened? That's what killed him. I uh, read about this because what? Go ahead. I'm interrupting. Oh you. no, I was just saying how we we saw him and he was wearing all Dodger stuff and then. Um, like literally two, three weeks later, it might've been less than that. He, he died. It was just crazy to see him at the game. And then he's dead just a few days later, pretty much. Well, here's what I'll tell you about aortic dissection. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> so if you're having an aortic dissection, I think that's what it's called. The pulse in both of your wrists will be different. Yeah. So you know that mm-hmm. you're in training. So they should take your pulse in both wrists so they know if it's a heart attack or if it's yeah. the other thing. And so they treated him wrong at, God. I think, Burbank Hospital. He he would be alive. Yeah. Probably. Is that a real thing? Or did Joe Rogan tell you that? Or is that real medical? <laughs> I believe it's real. Okay. Um, <laughs> Pat, could, could you please pass the uh, hydrochloroquine? Yeah. Is it your turn or my turn? Uh, well... Oh, yeah, because you just did the Huey Lewis song. Yes, 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 about uh, illegal steroid use. (laughs) So my uh, last song. This is your last song. Yeah, I had to pick it. uh, Bay Area Band, Journey. And And Steve Perry shows up at the... Yeah, that's why I picked it. uh, The Giants games. Yeah, they sing Don't Stop Believing. They they play that. I think it's during the eighth inning um, every year since like 2010. Because one year they played it, Mm -hmm. and he was going to a lot of the games. And I, I think it was a World Series game. And they showed him on the Jumbotron. As they're playing the That's song, pretty cool. and then he started singing it and got the whole crowd into it. So it's kind of an epic uh, clip in memory that Giants probably fans. on YouTube. Yeah, it is on YouTube. Yep. Let so I'm t- kind of sick. Of, I, I love the song, but since they play it every single game, it, they just ruined it. 
It's so funny. This is, a, and if you look behind you, I have uh, the Escape album signed by Steve Perry and Jonathan Cain right up there. Where is it at? See the Judas Priest? Right behind you, lower. Oh, lower. yeah, yeah. It's right above. Oh, yeah, right there above it is. The um, he I, seems like a nice guy. I high-fived him at a World Series. He was parade. really, he was <laughs> unbelievably nice because we saw him out and about. I don't feel like playing that story sting again, so I'm not going to tell the story. <laughs> But uh, I, I don't tire of this song. I still love it, but I don't hear it at every other Giants game. How many games do you go to a, a year? Probably any, if I don't go to a lot, probably at least 15. 15, yeah. 15 to like 20, 22. That's probably my normal range. And your dad, he sleeps there? Yeah. <laughs> He's always at a game. I even got a job at the, at the Giants Stadium. What'd you do? Of, uh, they have this thing called the Gotham Club. Okay. And... If there's any sports fans out there, they'll know there's a brick wall in right field there. Mm -hmm. And it's like this kind of elitist club where a lot of like former players hang out there, rich rich people. And I was like, I want to get in. There's no way to get in there unless you buy a membership. That's super crazy. So I just got a job there. And then you're in. Yeah. And then I thought, oh, this would be great. I'll be being paid just when I'm off to go down there and watch the games and maybe I'll meet some people. And it was the worst thing. They stuck me literally in like a hallway with no, <sighs> I couldn't see the game. And I was like, I already have a real job. So I, I, I quit. I quit. I, okay. I got hired in April. I was done by May. <laughs> but I have a, a, a check that I save. It says from the Giants and then my name's on it. So it's kind of cool. It's like a check from the San Francisco You didn't Giants. cash it? No, I do. I just saved the stub. Oh, you saved yeah. the stub. Okay, a little cool. souvenir. All right. Here's... Journeys, don't stop believing. If you've never heard it, you'll yeah. love it. So we didn't start playing music until 26 minutes in, but we're only at an hour and 31 minutes right now. We're in like a sweet spot right now. Yeah, we we flew through the music. I have like three more songs. I'm going to play one. I have four more songs. I'm going to play one and I'm going to play the play out. I wanted to ask you real quick. uh, No questions, please. (laughs) Have you seen uh, Journey with the new guy, the new singer? Arnell? Yeah. Yes. Filipino guy, right? Yes. I saw him. I saw him when he first joined the band and he was fantastic can you get into it though knowing that it's not steve perry that's the thing that kind of makes it hard for me like i want to get into it but well well, there was a guy before arnell joined there was a guy and his name's steve ajiri and then heard that name and then his voice just um singing that singing that catalog night after night he he just couldn't do it anymore and then they got busted using backing tapes (laughs) so then the fans were upset so they They let him go, and they got a guy named Jeff Scott Soto to fill in for a tour. And then they told Jeff Scott Soto that he would be the new singer, and then they did not keep him. And they saw this guy, like, on YouTube, Yeah, they right? saw this guy on YouTube, and um, and so he's been with them the whole time. So I'm going to play... This is this is the second guy. Okay. This is... Um, this is... Uh, what's the song? Where's the song that I want to play? Why is it not in here? Let me look for it. This is Steve Ajiri. He okay. looked great. He uh, his stage presence was uh, it fit the band. Mm. Um, Arnell like runs around like a jackass now. <laughs> I just don't like it. Yeah, 
and he just doesn't like seem to fit with the rest of the mm-hmm. band. Okay, so this is, uh, and this guy sounds like Steve Perry without imitating Steve Perry. Uh, and this song is called Higher Place. It was an original tune. So I think I got it all in place yeah. Sounds similar to Steve. Mm-hmm. No distractions under control. Yeah. It's going to kick, kick in in a minute. Something missing, something yeah, I would think this is Journey if I didn't know any better. Right, yeah. right, yeah. But this is Journey. Oh, yeah. It's Journey with Steve I was thinking Steve Perry. Okay. All right. Remember, the song's called Higher Place. Here it comes. He was great. So I loved him. I loved him. And then, so Arnell was really good the first two times I saw Arnell. And then it's, for me, it's been a, a decline. And the last time I saw him, I just thought he was not good at all. Oh. Like I'll never pay to see Journey wow. ever again. So. That's too bad. Yeah. It's, it was rough. It was rough. Who would you rather see uh, reunited then with the original singer Journey or uh, Led Zeppelin? I, I don't know if either one of those guys can still sing the way they used to sing. I feel like Robert Plant still sounds good, though. I do, but I don't. I don't know. But he sings his Low Robert range, Plant, yeah. Plant stuff. I don't know. I mean, I think maybe I'd want to see Dennis DeYoung back with Sticks because oh, yeah. he still he can still hit it. Yeah, he can still hit it. Yeah. So, I mean, look, singing those songs is hard, and uh, a sixty. Eight-year-old Steve Perry is not going to sound like mm-hmm. a forty-eight-year-old Steve Perry. I mean, he's been—he doesn't—he hasn't really toured since ninety-two, I think. So he obviously either he doesn't want to do it or he can't really do yeah. it, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay because he's got the money. Everyone has to retire at some point. So basically, Paul Stanley should take notes on that, right? <laughs> Paul sounds rough, yeah, lately. Not good. Let me tell you something, people. <laughs> We're gonna think for you now. Paul, no. All right, this is an obvious choice. And then we'll do a little promoting and then we'll do the play out song. You know this one. Well, I beat the drum and hold the phone. The sun came out today. We're born again. There's new grass on the field. Around the third and headed for home. Are you athletic? I didn't ask that question. Are you an athletic person? I mean, you kind of have to be for what you do. Yeah. You have to be fit. Yeah. I, I grew up playing uh, baseball. Were you good? No. I was, I was always in the outfield after they put everyone that sucks. That's the thing. You can be physically fit and you can be cut and you can be ripped, not, but you yeah. still not, might not be athletic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I have a lot of aggression towards Little League parents still. Like I hold oh that with God. me. I, I hate them so much. Yeah. Yeah. They're terrible people. They really are. They're really terrible people. You know what? I almost want to have a kid just so I can get into a fight with one of them one day. <laughs> um, 
Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I... But I was a bowler growing up. I don't know if that counts. A bowler. Yeah. I don't know. I always say that as a joke, but... Uh, I don't know, buddy. But uh, then I started going... I, I, didn't, I didn't get to play that much because I was, I was, I've always been a better fan mm-hmm. than a player. Yeah. And so I just started going to the gym. And I was like, I like this. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And going to the gym's need, fun. Yeah. So I, that's kind of what I like to do. Yeah. Put and the I, headphones in. And I like, I like tennis because it's an individual sport. Yeah. Like, I'm not a good team sport guy. Mm-hmm. Now, look, I'm going to tell you something right now. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Oh, yeah. Here we go. So my Little League team was sponsored by uh, Dr. Chung. Okay. okay. He's Asian. <laughs> mm-hmm. Our team was the Orients. <laughs> That was the team. We were the Orients, Dr. He, Chung's team. Did he get to pick the name or? I guess he picked the team. I guess he picked the name. But the coach was Mr. Amy. And I just, I just hated him. I hated yeah. him so much. He was the coach that only coached because he wanted his son Todd to oh, be the pitcher. Because he's going to make it to the pros. Yeah. No, yeah. no one makes it to the yeah. it's, it's so slim. Mm-hmm. It always cracked me up in high school. Like guys thought they were going to, yeah. they didn't even play college ball. They yeah. weren't. Big enough. They weren't big enough. Have you ever stood by a pro football player? They're massive. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's crazy. So anyway, uh, so Todd, Amy, uh, Mr. Amy, Coach Amy would let his son Todd pitch. His son Todd was terrible. So at batting <laughs> practice, his son beamed me mm. twice. So I stepped out of the batter's box and I put the catcher's the front guard on and I came back to, and his dad was so pissed. He's like, no, we don't need that. I go, he beat me twice. How many times am I supposed to get beaten? And he's like, uh, he's like, that's that's not funny, Dotson. Don't do that. So the Amy's had a swimming pool, a built-in swimming pool. So after practice, everyone would go up to Amy's and swim. The whole Mm -hmm. team would, except for me, because we had a, sw- a building swimming oh, pool yeah. and he would say, I remember I would never go. And then one day he goes, Dotson, you're not going to come up and swim. I go, I got to pull it home. <laughs> Why would I want to swim with you? Assholes? Yeah. Yep. So I'm not a big fan of the little league coach. Yet. No. And they always have some all. excuse like, well, I would have been a pro, but this happened or that. Uh, it's like, yeah, okay. yeah. I tore my hands. Shut up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or, 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 or they have no ability. They just like to yep. yell. Mm-hmm. All right. Before I do the playout song, which is quint, it's quintessential <laughs> to any sporting event. Try to guess what it is. You'll be able to figure it out. Ryan, tell us where we can find you on social media. Tell us again, Jim on Base. Yeah, Jim on Base. And my Twitter handle is at Jim on Base Show. That's like us. We're at Rock Solid Show because podcast is too many letters. Yeah, yeah. So you have to get a show. I should have went with pod instead of show. Well, I like doing show because then it, it makes... I, th- I wonder Sounds if, impressive. yeah, I wonder if some people write it off like, oh, podcast. Like I, I've always wondered that. Oh, or if you say yeah. show, it's show. like, oh, this, hey, you know. we're putting on a show. Yeah. Cause sometimes people get all excited. Like if I huh. call up their relative, oh yeah, let me get them for you. And they, th- cause I think they think it's a TV show or, or whatever. Here's how I think, here's when he says that, here's what I say. Huh. Huh. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe. Okay. Now I love it. At Rock Solid Show. Yeah. Uh, go to rocksolidpodcast.com for all things about the show. Go to patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast. If you've been listening to for 11 years and you haven't thought about throwing $2 a month my way, 50 cents an episode, you fucking cheap bastards, go sign up. I do a good show. I give away prizes. Yeah. This is hard work. Ryan knows he does it now. 
It's hard. Yeah. It's not easy. Nothing's guaranteed, you know? Nothing's guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, but look, I do it for fun. Mm-hmm. And I gave you I gave you six episodes, I gave you six years uh, without having a Patreon page. So anyway, go over there. Yeah. It's fun. You'll like the community and uh, you know, you'll get stuff. I just want to say one thing real quick. If uh, anybody has like any guest suggestions, if they're like oh. a sports fan, yeah, yeah, yeah. to just uh, hit me on Twitter or you can email me, uh, Jim on Base Show at gmail.com perfect jim yeah. on base show at gmail.com if they have any guest realistic realistic guests yeah. yes not Derek jeter michael jordan yes you know and for me uh rock solid podcast at gmail.com if you have a guest suggestion i don't want you to tell me that you want the drummer from uh, danger danger on or the <laughs> bass player from a bang tango yeah i'm not having those people i want uh i want the i want the big people Right. And especially if they're alive, that, that helps too. You know? Yeah, 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 exactly. No dead guys. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'll get a thing. Oh, you know who would be good for your show? My buddy has a band and he played. No, oh, no, yeah. no, mm-hmm. no. That's not what I'm looking for. Not good. Not good. Yeah. All right. This band is Queen. Mm, oh, yeah. And this song is pretty much played all yep. the time, 24-7, everywhere. We are the champions. We are the champions. No. Oh, so, oh I was going to play oh, we, we Will Rock, rock you? you. Okay. It goes Either. into We Are the Champions, yeah. but I don't have that queued up. <laughs> I just have We Will Rock You. No, I'll go with that. But you're right. It, I should have maybe went with We Are the Champions. I well, fucked up. I, well, I guess those are only played at like championship ceremonies. So I fucked We up. Will Rock You. People. I feel like I fucked up. Well, I feel no. like I ruined the episode. Do you <laughs> no, want to take it from the top? No, I think people will we will rock you. More teams can play it, right? It makes more sense. I think so. Yeah. Because everyone's not a champion. Yeah. Yep. I can't play We Are the Champions. I'm not a champion. Mm-hmm. Can't even get someone to give me two bucks a month. Yeah. A month. <laughs> a month. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Ryan. This was fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. I hope you had fun. Oh, no, I did, yeah. And now I want you to get down to that uh, sky bar and uh, pick up some chicks. Yeah, with some trulies. (laughs) Here we go. We will rock you. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, thank you. car use kelly blue book my wallet on auto trader they're really good at numbers auto trader